Welcome to Automation Advocates, a show where we will talk about automation, manufacturing, and meet some of the personalities that are involved in the industry and get their perspectives. We hope you enjoy listening as much as we enjoy creating. Thanks, and here's the show. Game on. We're already off to a good start. Uh, so those of you that listened to this a week ago, two weeks ago, whenever we published the other one, maybe we'll launch them both tomorrow. I don't know. Um, we got an extra guy. We're, we're, we're on the power play now, if you we will. Are. Uh, Name's Winthorpe. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, right? Uh, so Justin back here, uh, Scott, uh, and our new friend, Winthorpe. Yeah. AKA John Dirks. Uh, allegedly. Right. <laughs> and we're definitely not drinking Irish whiskey. Not even a little bit. It's, uh, this might be the first time. I don't think we've ever had an F-bomb slip. But we already checked the explicit box on the Apple podcast thing. So if one happens, we don't have to edit it. I have these other buttons over here. Like, well, you can't hear them because you're not wearing a monitor. So <laughs> piss off. <laughs> I can so hear I it won't all. be shamed by you, just by all those listeners. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. All, all 18 of Both them. Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the idea here, and it's it's the Eve Before Automation Fair. Uh, and the Eve Before Automation Fair. Yes. I remember that one. The yes. Eve Before Automation right. Fair. Automation Fair Eve. Is it as exciting as Christmas Eve? No. Not exactly. <laughs> what? But it's cool. It's cool. Oh, wow. I mean... Some of us nerds, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Or those of us that just live live on the road. Right. Which brings us to today's topic, or this hour's topic, since we've been here for a minute. Uh, life on the road. Mm. So the three of us have spent a cumulative of, like, 14 nights on the road over the last 30 years, right? 30 years? Yeah. John's looking at me like the I'm last I'm doing math. Weeks. I'm like, no. That does not uh, compute. Uh, months? Years? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ten, ten. Nine days for me. Nine days in a row. Nine days in a row. Leading up till today. Leading up till today. And when you get home, it'll be at like 14. Sorry, ten days in a row leading up to ten today. Ten days. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So... You guys both live in the greater Milwaukee area. Mm-hmm. I live in Minneapolis. We are currently sitting in South Boston. Right. At the uh, the lovely... Uh, courtyard. Know, courtyard. Courtyard by Mary. An area in transition. <laughs> it is absolutely in transition. <laughs> um, so let's talk about that. So John went for a little walk the other night. John did go for a No, he went for a walk during the day and came back at night. <laughs> <laughs> And the it seemed to change potential safety of said route. <laughs> it was declined what, a little bit. It did. It, I took uh, the route more lit on the way back. Yeah. Um, so I, I wanted to check out the the beach area and the bay on my way to a bar, which I found online, which was the um, uh, um, I can't remember the name of the movie now. Uh, but it was Cheers. Good Will Hunting. No. Good Will Hunting. Thank oh, you. you. Thank go. you, Scott. Yeah. It was the Good Will Hunting Bar. Um, not as popular a tourist destination as some of the other bars in town. Right. Like Cheers. Right. Cheers. Right. Uh, this was definitely a Southie 
bar is what uh, they called themselves. Uh. And, and and you could tell that I think 80% of the people that were there were Southeast. Was anyone going to rob a bank? Uh, I You know, I, I, I would not want to... Speculate? Speculate. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, but the day, the going over there was nice. The, yeah. It was sunny. Went through some questionable areas that uh, there weren't a lot of people out. So didn't feel it was an sure. issue. Sure. Um, got over to the bar. Had a few cocktails. Watched a couple football games, got something to eat, and decided to come back. You know, and it's it's at the East Coast, so it gets dark at four o'clock here. <laughs> yeah, right. We're in the Northeast specifically, the Northeast, not right? even the Southeast. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so on the walk back, it was um, for about halfway. It wasn't bad, and then it quickly turned. But by then, I was so committed to walking back. Yeah, you're in. I was in, and and I was. Uh, stubborn enough to, you know, I'm not going to call a Lyft or an Uber. Right, yeah. uh, I'm going to, I'm going to power through. Yeah. And the closer I got to the hotel, the more I regretted that decision. <laughs> but you're a scrappy, speedy guy, so be no problem. Minus that whole knee problem, My, right? Minus the knee problem, I, I, I'm still recovering from. Yeah. Typically, you just want to be faster than the guy behind you, right? That's who travels a pack. You just got to beat the other guys. But us two fast guys weren't behind you, so you were on your own. Uh, so thinking of that, uh, first question for both of you guys: most unsafe place you've ever felt while traveling, anywhere? Go ahead. I'm going to think about this. I got to I got to compile the list here. Oh right, I was, uh, I was doing the same thing. Like I'll I'll start out then because we just talked about this the other day. For me, mine was in uh, Trenton, Michigan. So this is us. Uh, Suburb of Detroit. Oh, yes, I know uh, well. Young Justin at the time was a field service tech, maybe 19, 20 years old, so couldn't even drink alcohol. Showed up to this uh, hotel. Uh, it was a Holiday Inn. There was like a two-inch gap with my in-wall air conditioner. I could clearly see the parking lot. <laughs> and in the lobby, there are gangs playing pool, like legit got colors on. And I'm like, oh, shit. The factory, first place I'd ever seen the the spiral razor wire. So, you know, mm-hmm. like, again, grew up in Wisconsin and, and finished out my high school in Minneapolis. So it was like, I'm not in Kansas anymore. Um, and I remember, like, the guy at the desk's like, yeah, you don't want to go outside at night. And I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. So that was my, like, my, my awakening and, and losing my virginity to an unsafe neighborhood where I was like, hmm. I'm not welcome here. This is weird. Yeah. Um, there are parts of overseas that have made me, like, being in China made me feel uncomfortable. I don't know that it was unsafe. But you're a big unsafe. guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> so- but they had MP5s. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> big guy, <You're-> bullets, <laughs> you know. You're kind of an easy target, Justin. For, for sure, yeah. <laughs> Look at that big guy. Even I could hit that. <laughs> I-, I would say I- I- probably two, like, the first one that kind of shocked me in my earlier in my career from the Iowa market, so covered like from Iowa like through Nebraska. I did a service call. I must have been early in my career, so a couple years into my career, right? I'm like 24, 25. I go to Omaha, Nebraska, to go work in a food plant, and as I pull in to the gate, they shut the gate behind me, fire wire fence all around, and I'm like, "What's going on?" They're like. You need to finish this service call by 5 p.m. I'm like, okay, well, what if it goes beyond that? They're like, no, 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 it doesn't go beyond 5 p.m. 
because the place is surrounded by gangs. You do not want to be here after dark. We lock this plant down, and you're here overnight if you're beyond 5 o'clock. It's like, oh, I did not realize that that was an option in Omaha, Nebraska. In Omaha. Of all places. Like, I I, I thought it was, like, you know, my backyard in Iowa. One of those moments just kind of caught me off guard. And uh, sure enough, I was out by 5 o'clock. But, yeah, they were like, we're locking this plant down at 5 o'clock. You're in the gate or you're out of the gate heading home. It's not safe to be outside of this place after hours. That's so weird because, number one, Omaha's not that big. Like, I think we could hit a golf – John can hit a golf ball across well, John Omaha. John could, yes. Um, but I, I think about Omaha now and, like, there's – what is it? Like, the brick uh, – the, the cobblestone road with, like, the, the winery mm-hmm. joints or the, the – Oh, yeah. Like, there's some really nice parts of Omaha. And, and, and I get it. There's nice parts everywhere. Right, absolutely. But like Omaha's part- like a whole 50, 52 people. Like – Ah, well, well it's, been, it's grown up since then, but there's yeah. bad parts the, of any place. There's right? bad parts Shit. of any place, right? And, all right, and all right. honestly, a lot of industrial parks are not yeah. always in the best part of town. Oh, wow. nope. And I would say the second story um, was on an international trip. Um, I had to go to Jakarta for work to make some business decisions for one of our partners, uh, Indonesia. Indonesia. Yeah. No, not Brazil. I don't I don't own a map. I'm from Other Minneapolis. Other side of the globe. <laughs> Folks, this is what we're working with, okay? It's, it's, it's raw. I've never been to Brazil it's, or Indonesia. It's, it's kind of raw clay, but we're forming it. Um, you know those two really big towers connected by that bridge? That's Indonesia. I'm okay. heading that way. So I go to Jakarta, which, which, by the way, I found out is like, the fourth or fifth largest country, uh, city in the world, yeah. like it's tremendously large. So, I'm it as up. part of as part of our international travel plan, you go to the doctor, you get your immunizations, you make sure you got shots for yellow fever, yellow fever. all those things, right? John knows the game. Yep. And uh, I have to be on a plane like in a couple days, and I go to the doctor, and the doctor goes, "You can't get these immunizations this fast." I'm like, what do you mean? I got to be on a plane in a couple days. It's urgent. I go there, like. You're going to have to suck it up. I'm like, what does that mean? He goes, if you see a mosquito, run like hell. There is no way you want to get bit by anything over there in that neck of the woods. Yellow fever. You go down a list of diseases that could kill you. And they're like, yeah, you're going to be exposed to all of that. There's nothing we can do about it. Hopefully it goes well for you. And I'm like, okay, I've never been so terrified of an insect in my entire <laughs> life, because I have no idea what's going on, right? And Scott walks out of the hotel in a hazmat suit, <laughs> just about, right? That's what it felt like. Like our flash up, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Covered in repellent, like oh my gosh, what is this? Uh, so yeah, like those are like the two moments that stand out, like the shock of hey, I'm not in not in Kansas anymore, and then it was like I could die from a mosquito in this in this country, like. Halfway around the globe, like those are to my two moments for sure. So, so for those eleven not, million people in Jakarta. So, for those not way, watching, shoot. Justin, this this whole time that Scott's been talking has been looking for Jakarta on his phone. <laughs> it's a, maybe the fifth largest city in the world. He's still looking for it on his phone. <laughs> so no one can watch us. This is audio only. <laughs> Piss off. <laughs> so, so, so for other reference, Justin, you've been to China. It's south of China. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Just trying to help, man. South of China or more south of Japan? Like where? Because I've been to both of those places. Keep going south. All right, all right, but not quite to Australia. 
<laughs> just north. All if right. you hit Australia, you went too far. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the crazy part, like, log- like logistically, don't even think about it, but it was a good eight-hour flight from, like, South Korea down to, oh, like, yeah. Jakarta. Like, you think that whole thing's kind of, like, closely connected. Like, that was yeah. quite the jump. But yep. anyway, what do you got, John? Oh, uh, a, a couple places come to mind, and, and I, I have a hard time saying which one. <laughs> which one I felt more, uh, which one was more dangerous in terms of me feeling it, or the rationale I can see it, is a different story. So I spent a good portion of my career in Detroit, and I had a territory of, of uh, half of Oakland County, which is a nicer county, I had Wayne County, which has Detroit in it. I had all the way down to the Ohio border, which was Monroe County. So I had Detroit proper, and uh, the rule was you're you're out of Detroit or anywhere south of eight mile after dark. So there, that everybody hears, everybody's heard that that eight yeah. mile the movie. Oh yeah, it, it is an actual road, huh. and it is a defining point within that area of geography, south of eight mile. And north of Eight Mile, south of Eight Mile, not a great place to be at at, at dark. North of Eight Mile, it gets better the further north you go. <laughs> and, and I thought that was just like a movie thing, but there, there's also like a seventh and a ninth and a tenth. Like they got real original in Michigan. <laughs> like you think about exit numbers on the interstate, and they're numbered based on the mile marker. They yes. just named the friggin' roads that in Detroit. Yes. So I, I guess I'll, I'll go off with. Uh, my first six months in Detroit, I'm calling on a uh, beverage-making plant, and I don't want to name the name, but it's not one that you would be common to. It's a regional uh, soda company, pop soda, whatever you want to call sure. it. Um, so we, the parking lot is a, is a gated area across the street from the plant. So the salesperson from the distributor and I are walking down to the corner to walk across the plant. That's less than half a block. So from the parking lot that gets gated off mm. once you pull in with razor wire with razor wire yeah. <laughs> yes absolutely razor wire <laughs> gates get you get you you pull in you honk uh, they let you in uh, they close the gate and then you walk through a a door a gated door to get out that's not part of the gate with the cars right so we walk out walk down the corner and uh, and and this is at like two o'clock in the afternoon so. Bright sunny day, not gluey, not nothing. Um, we're standing at the corner, Joe and I, and and um, this this uh, this two ladies walk up, and they're like, "So how you doing?" <laughs> and uh, Joe's like, "We're going across the street." So we go across the street, and he's like, "John, don't say anything. We're going right into the plants." <laughs> so and and we get into the plant, we sign in. He's like, "Just so you know." Those are working girls in Detroit. <laughs> they were for sale or on sale, one of the two? They were working girls in Detroit, Justin. <laughs> this is 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and this is like middle of the week. What year are we talking here? This would have been 2005. Okay. Yep. Uh, so we go into the plant, old plant, a lot of old equipment, some... Heavily run PLC fives, mm. bolts and five oh nines, a lot of old clicky clack stuff running the plant. And it's dirty, dangerous, and dumb. I'm guessing in this plant, based on the description. It's it's 
it's a f- beverage plant, right? So they have to meet certain standards. Okay. But it's definitely not up to date. Sure. Mm-hmm. You're not eating the uh, Twinkie you dropped on <laughs> no. the floor. Oh, and it, it's Everything's, dark. Yeah. It's dark. It's 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 not a well lit plant. Right on. Uh, and and it's we're doing a tour and we're there for I'd say two hours, uh, and it's four o'clock and and the customer's like, okay, we're, we're gonna get going. We're gonna shut the place down. Uh, the place only had two shifts, right? So it ran early morning to yeah. late in the afternoon. It did not run at night. And uh, we wa- we go back out to the plant, and uh, there's some more folks out along the streets. And Joe's like, we need to get to the car, and, and we're leaving. Okay. So we, we go to the car and uh, and, and get out. It, it Perception-wise, it didn't feel that. I mean, I was I'm, I'm 25 years old at the time. Sure, sure. Right out of school, and uh, it just it, it didn't feel that bad to me. But the more I think about it now, mm-hmm. not a great area. Um, and and without the the person I was with, I may have not realized or may have not been so decisive for getting to where I needed to be and where I needed to not be at this point in time. Um, but just in Detroit in general, I learned at that point in time, after dark. You're not in Detroit at dark, and I had customers that were in some areas in Detroit. Mm-hmm. You're you're not there at the dark. It's sure. just not a place you want to be. Um, there were a couple areas like the casino areas in Detroit you were okay with, but other than those areas, you didn't you didn't spend a lot of time in those areas um, at, at at night. the The other place that that comes to mind is Porto Alegre, uh, Brazil. Uh, south part of Brazil. So Brazil is south. <laughs> yes. They, they keep, get, get the maps out. It's That's on the west side, right? <laughs> yes. yes. So, so for those thinking Brazil and Rio and postcards, like Scott said. <laughs> no. God, no. We go to industrial areas. This is not a vacation spot right. in Brazil. This is uh, south, south Brazil near Uruguay border. Um, this is a heavy shipping area. Uh, industrial area, mm. not a vacation spot, right? So we get there um, in, in the afternoon. Our visits from the next day. We get to the hotel, and and the hotels got security people with MP5s. Yeah, <laughs> so, now we're so, talking. So, we're wow. back in the same hood, John. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't seem that bad. But when when you're at, at the hotel and and they tell you don't leave without a escort and I'm with people fr- uh, uh, from the area and they're like Mr. John we we don't leave the hotel I could tell from my general surroundings this is not an area that that I'm going to spend a lot of time with in in unless I absolutely have to be there for work yeah. and we. It was a central spot. Most of the customers we visited were on the outskirts of town, but but the central town wasn't that safe. It's yeah. uh, it, it 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 was an, a little unnerving, um, and I don't know what I would have done if I was just there by myself. Because most of the traveling I did in South America, it was just me going down to the continent. I'd meet people down there, mm-hmm. but. But some people in the company they go down there in groups. I never went with groups. It yeah. was just me. Usually solo, yeah. 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 And a lot of places are here's the car you're getting, here's the license plate number, here's the uh the picture of the driver. Mm-hmm. And if all of those three do not match, our instructions were don't get in the car from the airport. Wow. And all of that was arranged by the by the uh the the, the sales office. Interesting. 
my first international trip, I, I went to Japan <clears throat> in my translate. And again, I'm 19, 20 years old. My translators got the sign, Mr. Garski. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't have to think, right? Like she took care of everything and it was sweet. She had a little like box of cookies and hey, what would you like to eat? But what was funny, and I didn't know, I'd never been on a train before, like a subway train or a... We don't have those things in Wisconsin we, we and Iowa, to, right? Yeah. Like, I take the Amtrak from Milwaukee to Chicago. That's just so I don't have to drive. Sure, right? sure. <laughs> so she buys these tickets, right? And you put it into the machine. And, and again, I'm jet-lagged as hell because it's 12 and a half hours nonstop Minneapolis to Narita. And I, I put my thing in the, the, the reader... But I didn't see her grab it out of the other end. So I just shoved it in there. I'm like, cool, the door open. Getting on the train. <laughs> so we're going down the tracks, and all of a sudden this guy in a little hat comes walking around asking for tickets. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, uh, Tomoko, uh, my ticket? It's back in the machine. And she goes, shakes her head. <laughs> and I re- realized I had to tell you guys over the voice that I was shaking my head because the two in front of me saw it, but no one else could see us. <laughs> so, of He's course. His head. Yeah, right. So she's talking to, the, like, the guy. And so they, they're, you know, ch- chattering in, in Japanese. And, oh, ha, 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 And then he keeps walking. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, but so I've never, I never screwed up that grab your ticket problem ever again. Even in Vegas, I make sure I grab my ticket off the other side. So, you know. Any uh, any weird lessons you've learned the, the hard way? Uh, we did learn. I was traveling with a coworker. We did a, a tour of Asia visiting customers. We did learn in Japan if you're big enough, like we might be, for example, <laughs> you can blow right through those turnstiles and they don't even stop you. So <laughs> I'm not encouraging that, and I'm not saying that's right. But if you don't quite know which train to be on, and you think you need to be on the yellow one, and you're determined enough. Those turnstiles don't stop big Americans. So. so it's like one of those episodes of Wipeout. You just run and hope that the thing moves it, instead of hitting that brick wall on the other were, side. There were two of us. It opened for both of us as we went through. And then we get to our destination, and we both look at our tickets like, how, how did we get here? Like, uh-oh. We, like, hindsight, you're looking at going, oh, no, we probably didn't belong on that train. Like, our, our metro ticket didn't give us the ability to transfer this. So you might be able to get to those turnstiles. Again, don't recommend it. Um, yeah, that was a good one. And then the other thing, like my tour in China, don't ask what you're eating. Like, just if you if you just enjoy good flavor, don't ever ask. Just what's, make sure it's warm. What's in it? Yeah, I after the fact have learned I've eaten a lot of things I never thought I would be tolerant of in China and other markets. Just just enjoying the local cuisine. Did you do the hot pot? I love hot pot. Like, I love the hot pot. Do you like the hot pot? I've never been to China. Oh, so the hot pot is... I've never uh, been to Asia. Other what? than... Well, never been to Asia. Australia. We should find a trade show to go to, John. <laughs> Road trip. So the hot pot, imagine... Is there train uh, over there? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, in Justin, They Road, do yes. now. Yes. yes. It's, ju- it's just south. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. We were in Seattle, and the next thing you know, we're speaking Japanese. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you tilt, it, the globe is tilted, so it is south. It's flat, so yeah. I don't know what you're... <laughs> no, so the hot pot is, uh, so picture like 14 of your not best friends around this big table, and there's like this 
boiling hot pot. Hot pot in the middle of broth, right? Miso broth or whatever. I don't. A couple flavors, yeah. If you Mr. want. Mr. Broth. And uh, so they bring over what. You remember the old AV carts when you were in school? Yeah. The black AV carts? Yes. They bring out a black AV cart. And on it is like fish cakes and chunks of beef and like sprouts and all this stuff. And it's kind of like going to a fondue joint. You just dump it in there and you, you cook it yourself and you fish it back out. I was grabbing one of the sprouts, and, and I was going to eat it raw, right? Because why Why would you heat sprouts and make them all soggy and disgusting? Scott's shaking his head no, vehemently. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, He's like, no. don't. And they slapped it out of my hand faster than I could get it off the plate. And they're like, do not eat anything without putting it in the pot. Yes. <laughs> so not yes. only is it a way to cook your food, apparently it's a way to sterilize your food so you don't get food poisoning. Bingo. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we were there for like two months. And everyone during our stay got food poisoning at least once. And so you're in, and again, it's a beautiful industrial area with four nuclear reactors, and you're in a government-controlled dormitory, and they go, do you want to go to a doctor? And I'm thinking to myself, not unless you're airlifting me to Tokyo. (laughs) There's no doctor in the country of China that I'm going to trust to cure whatever I have that I won't get something worse than what I have. Uh, but that's hot pot. Okay. Make sure you cook all your food. Um, yeah, I, I, I've been sick overseas too, and, and uh, it's it's a it's a rough experience. Yeah. It was at the end of my two week trip, and it canceled yeah. last two days. Oh no! I, I was in a place called Shipco, Brazil. Now this one you you would have to look <laughs> up because you're not going to find it. Place we're back that, in Brazil. Your we're favorite back in place. Brazil. 300,000 people live in this place, okay. and on a general map, it won't show up. You have to zoom in. Really? But it wow. was it was a couple hours away from those uh, famous falls that are in Brazil, the, the, the kind of like the, yeah. the waterfalls. Um, but I, we went up to a, uh, an OEM that makes uh, equipment that, um, poultry, like cutting equipment. Slicing process. and yes, uh, lots, lots of stuff, yeah. lots of stuff, conveyors, yeah. everything. Yeah, uh, middle of nowhere, and I and I in, in in anytime I go down to South America, from Mexico, wherever south, bottle water, bottle water. Yeah, uh, uh, even the shower, like you're keeping your mouth closed. Mm-hmm. It's it's a toothbrush, bottle water, bottle water, <clears throat> and eat cooked food. So we were out for lunch, at, and and I'm convinced this is what happened. Is I must have eat, eaten fruit from uh, the, the 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 buffet, to, and I just did it accidentally. Didn't even realize what I was doing, but on the drive back, it was like three hours drive back to Shepico from this OEM. I I started not feeling great. Get back to the hotel. The the customer or excuse me the just the Rocco salesperson distributor. We're we're gonna go out to dinner, and I said, you know, I'm just not feeling good. And next morning, I woke up and and I was just I couldn't hold anything down. Mm. Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't I couldn't even drink water, and all the rest of the meetings were canceled. And I was leaving Saturday morning or Friday night. I can't remember what, but Friday meetings were canceled. And I'm just hoping I can get back on the freaking plane. Right. Yeah. Um. So I I couldn't hold down water. Couldn't eat any food. Um, so the I, I take a picture of like electrolyte solution like Pediasure, and I, and the salesperson was local to the area. Like, can I can I help you? Should we go to the doctor? I'm like, same things, same thing, Justin. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm okay. 
I'm okay enough. <laughs> I'm okay enough. I'm okay enough. I, I don't want whatever they have. I, I, can you find me something that looks like this? Yeah. And uh, and he brings back like four bottles of stuff, and I'm just I'm I'm tr- and it it does not taste like Pedialyte or anything like that. It it tastes like just vinegar water. Oh. <laughs> That's there. It was the version down there, but I'm just trying to choke this stuff down so I can get something hydration because yeah. I can't even keep water down. Wow. Um, I, I lost ten pounds in less than uh, ten uh, ten pounds in a week. Holy by the time cow! I got, but it, I couldn't hold down food. I, I couldn't do anything. Just on the plane back, I'm just I'm not eating anything just to get back in one piece. I have got, I got sweats. Oh. Uh, it's just a miserable flight back. Yeah. It's not a short flight. No. Um, no. And uh, it, 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 it was rough. So, so food poisoning, yeah, I don't wish that on, on my worst enemy. Right. Because it was bad. I, it, it must have been two weeks before I could really eat something of substance. Wow. And I was down 10, 15 pounds. I mean, you want to go through weight loss, man. <laughs> just eat something a lot not good for you, and you will shed those pounds like no other. <laughs> I feel an infomercial coming on. <laughs> I, I got a new weight loss drug for you. Right? Well, and, and no one... my t- stereo. <laughs> No one told me this either. Like, so you guys mentioned getting your shots. Mm-hmm. No, never got them. Yeah, so well, I, I had to get them. I got all kinds of shots to go to South America because they won't let you pass. I mean, so in South America, for Brazil, you have to have a visa to get in Brazil, not just passport. You got a visa. Yeah, and they and they want to see your like immunization card to enter the country. So you don't have your shots, really? you ain't getting in. Oh, Indonesia's nothing <laughs> like that. Yeah. Like, come on in. Neither is China. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, that's Brazil, true. you ain't getting in. Yeah, so no one told me anything about potentially getting pre-shots for whatever nasties are over in other corners of the world. That no one, like, of all the people I worked with, and we did international business all the time, we're doing weird nuclear and, and aerospace, like, no one said, oh, you should probably go to your doctor and get some shots. The other thing I found out after the fact, you can like preemptively get like a Z-Pack or some other sort of antibiotic in case shit goes sideways, and then you can call your doctor and be like, take this one. I didn't know any of that was real. Like, Space Monkey grabbed his backpack. <laughs> and, and true story, so my first international trip, I, I'm heading to Japan, and uh, I'm a bag guy, right? You travel having the right bag and having the right way to carry your stuff. Super important, right? Hence the... The really expensive Pelican box, black SKB Pelican box, box yeah. for all these really cool mics. Yeah, it's totally cool. I'm sure yeah. that's not your overnight bag. No, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. I hid that. You don't need to see all my under things strewn about here. It's not room, cozy. But it's room's it's nice and cozy. clean. Um, I'm wondering. Uh, right. It's all in there. Don't open it. Yeah, no, no, no. No, no I don't. Who knows what's in I don't in know there. what's in there. Yeah. So I was flying out the Saturday after Thanksgiving to head to Japan. And... Uh, I needed a new backpack or a new computer bag. And this was long before your computer battery lasted more than two hours. So you needed like four batteries for a 12 and a half hour flight. <laughs> yeah, right. Just to watch movies. Like it was brutal. So I go to Kohl's or Macy's or wherever to try to find a bag on Black Friday. Nice, nice. And again, as a 20 year old man, boy, man, boy, child, <laughs> I don't fucking think about Black Friday. There it is. Oh, there, there it was. Okay. We, got, we got one. That's the whiskey Cha-ching. talking. It was Cha-ching. an inevitability. 
for all those not paying attention at home, <laughs> we've got an F-bomb. Right. <laughs> That's worth a read. We've though. christened Justin's right, podcast. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, I'm looking what for a fireworks? bag. What are the fireworks? We should have something. As- <laughs> Boom! Here, I got a, I, I got a bomb. Mic drop. That was a, a rim. Yay! Nice. Okay. People are gonna be like, "What the hell are these guys <laughs> doing?" Um, you know what? Unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah, you got what you paid for, folks. <laughs> nothing. You paid for nothing. <laughs> Hey, if you learned anything, if you plan on going to Brazil, get your, your visa and get your freaking shot. Right, right. <laughs> yes, yes. Right. Yeah, so... And I, a really good backpack, uh, which you're going to hear about soon. Right, so I'm looking for a bag. And, and I'm not even picky at this. I just need a bag because my other one's, like, falling apart. And, of course, the stores are a gong show. Everything's gone because it was all 90% off in America because <laughs> that's the one day, apparently, we all shop. <laughs> right. And I'm pissed. So I get to the airport the next day, and are you familiar with the power plugs over there? So in Japan, it looks like our plug without a ground plug. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got my Dell power cord, and it's got my three prongs. And so you can get just a cheap little adapter mm-hmm. from any hardware store without the ground plug. Problem solved. Power adapted. So I go to the airport, and Minneapolis has like a mall inside the airport, because we love indoor malls in Minneapolis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we have an abundance. And there's the leather store, right? So I get a, a bag, and they're like, oh, sir, we can FedEx your old bag back to your house, no no charge. And I went, well, that saves me a lot of effort carrying it around the world. Yes, please. <laughs> well, in the bottom of my bag that's now destined back to <laughs> oh, no. home oh, is no. my little one-inch square plug <laughs> without the ground lug on it. So I get to Japan, and I'm dig- digging through my bag, and I'm like, what the hell? So I email my dad. I was living at home at the time like any young man boy would. Right. <laughs> and uh, like, hey, Dad, there's a box coming. Open it. Yeah, I opened it. I said, uh, rummage around there. Is there a little gray plug with uh, without a ground thing on it? And he's a robot guy, so he didn't. He's like, yeah, it's here. I'm like, son of a. <laughs> so, so here I am for like a week-long trip in Japan. And so I get industrious, so I have my power supply on my computer, and I'm like trying to wiggle out the ground bug so I can get it shoved in the wall. I won. It worked. I did not use that plug after I left Japan ever again because it was definitely not sound electrically, but I made it work. So hold on a second. So you're the one person that actually buys luggage at the airport. While you're traveling on a trip, Hell's leather yeah. bags. Yes, yeah. I've always wondered who that one person <laughs> is. It's me. Who shows up with a pile of shit in their hands and goes, "Where should I put this? Who right. sells a box for me to put That's this it. in That's to it. go on a plane? It's yeah. you. Yeah, you're well, that guy." And another poor life choice. So COVID's going on, right? So I'm meeting my boss in Atlanta for uh, for a trade show, and I had gotten my initial shot, and my daughter was giving me grief about getting a booster. Right, Dad, you should get a booster, Dad. You, and at this point, like, I'm dumb. Like, what if it'll make her happy? Look, I've been near all sorts of things that glow in the dark, and I'm still okay-ish. So it's not the end of the world. So I, uh, I'm at the airport, and they have the 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 vaccine tent in the middle of this mall. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, let her rip. So I poke my head around the corner. I'm like, hey, you giving boosters? She's like, yeah. Can you sign up online? I'm like. I don't know, you got a QR code or something? 
So I sign up for this shot, and they give me my booster. Wait, in, in the airport? Yeah. <laughs> Everything happens Doesn't in the mini airport. Which one? Who cares? <laughs> right. Okay. So I get to we're Georgia. We're match. Right. Yeah. We're at to, we're at dinner, and my boss is like, "Yeah, man, what, how, how how's your how's your travel day going?" And I'm like, "Oh, you know, I got to the airport early. I had a coffee and a sandwich, and I got my booster shot." And he goes, "You did what?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I got my booster shot." He goes, "Oh man, I got so sick off of my booster." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Well, if I'm not at the show tomorrow, you know what happens. <laughs> like, what do you do? I, I just, I just can't compare the Milwaukee airport, obviously, to the, the Minneapolis airport. Like, your three gates, yeah, yeah right. Do you, do you have coffee? No, 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 somewhere? no, no that's see, Milwaukee airport would have been a little stand with with a uh, with a table. Right. In, in in the Minneapolis airport, it would have been a legit shop. Right, absolutely would have been like a whole, a whole, yeah. No neon signs, <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Where do you think I got my latest water bottle? Oh, jeez, the mall at the airport. <laughs> of course you did. Yes. Where so, else would you buy things? Right. So, so going back to this bag, where I thought the story was going to go, I'm walking around the store, and the only thing I can find is a stupid JanSport bag. <laughs> I thought for sure this was going to be back to elementary. I had to bring an elementary bag. Nope, nope. You got right. another bag in the airport. Yeah, right. <laughs> Speaking of bags, though. <laughs> so we all we all know Ash, right? Our oh, good friend oh, yes. Ash. Yeah. Uh, Zerur, right? Yeah. Uh, from Sweden. He, he's from all over the place. Or Dubai, depending Dubai, on where yeah. you have a conference what, call with him. What yeah. month is it? Sometimes he's in Chicago. Right. Sometimes he lives in India. Yep. Uh, so like a guy for the podcast. Dude, he would Whoa. be a traveler. Oh, yes. It's too late to call him, but maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Part two. Right. So we get to uh, we get to Devon's, our Magnum Motion facility, and he's got this beautiful leather bag. And it's perfect. Like, it's got a dedicated pocket for your laptop and then a second pocket for your iPad. And it's like, if, if an engineer Justin's sent Justin's Kumbaya down, bag, apparently. Woo. It was. Oh, it yeah. totally was. <laughs> well, Scott knows the story. Oh, yeah. So... I'm like, dude, where did you get this bag? And he goes, India. I'm like, yeah, cool. He goes, no, it's like one of a kind. I had it handmade in India. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, piss. <laughs> and he goes, why? And I'm like, well, I really want one. He goes, well, I'm going back through in a couple of weeks. You want one? I'm like, yeah, if you can make that happen, yes. But don't get me the same color because that's a little too uh, metro for me. <laughs> So he hits off, right? We, we'd go our separate ways. And in the meantime, I buy that wax canvas thing that's on the table there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he calls me like nine months later. He goes, hey, dude, uh, you still want that bag? And I'm like, well, I had totally forgotten about that. But <laughs> hell yeah, I want that bag. So he goes, hey, I'm coming to Milwaukee in like two weeks. I'll meet you there. I'm like, okay. So I meet meet him there. I It was like uh, we met at the, the taco place and... I had to go to a Wells Fargo in Milwaukee, and it turns out there's only two. And right. Much like one of those unsafe areas, that's where they are located <laughs> in Milwaukee with six-inch plexi between you and the teller. And there's a guy walking in with, like, a duffel bag of Benjamins, and I'm like, what the shit? So I got my couple hundred dollars, and I trade Ash for this bag. So then I meet Scott later that day, and I'm like, dude, check this thing out. And Scott's like, you pretty, pretty princess. <laughs> yes. But it is the no perfect bag. bag. No, no oh, gosh, no, no. Oh, no. This is like an heirloom leather mass. It's a lot like fine Irish whiskey. Like, sometimes you just can't beat it. 
You got nothing. It's like, a beautiful bag. Uh, 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 you just can't take it anywhere either, right? You, you don't want it to get damaged. No, or... so so dumb. I feel like I've seen this bag before, and I feel like I should have been more impressed by seeing the bag. I'll bring it next time. Well, i got to get it fixed, so... Oh, then maybe I haven't seen no. it. Uh. Oh, it so it's been out of commission. So, so it's not like fine, fire, no. fine Irish whiskey. Yeah, right. It's not quite perfect. <laughs> right. So there's, a, there's a, a handle on top like any other backpack. And there's a one leather strap that comes down and it locked into this little push clip thing. Okay. And uh, but the push clip thing was like this thin picture, like twenty gauge wire, mm-hmm. just kind of soldered into this lug piece. Well, I grabbed it out of a uh, overhead on an airplane, and that little wire piece popped off the badge. So the bag like just flops right now. So I just take to my leather guy and have him put a better latch on. He's there. got a leather guy. He's got a leather guy. Well, I was just thinking. I feel like Justin's got some piece of equipment at home that could make certain metal parts that would fix this. Oh no doubt in my plastic. mind. Plastic. <laughs> I can only do plastics. I don't have metal yet. Well, I need a bigger basement. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a new problem, I Justin. Feel like, I feel like Justin knows somebody in. Minneapolis, somewhere in the Twin Cities, who has uh-huh. technology that could build something like a part like this. I got a water jet, buddy, but that's not going to be able to make the little thingy. But, me, well, yes. Yeah, so I feel like this problem could have been solved a long time ago. Absolutely. And probably yeah. could have been improved. Right. Right. Yes. That's why I'm going to go to the leather guy and be like, dude, put a buckle on here. <laughs> Again, she's got a leather guy. Like, I don't even know where to find a leather guy. Like, <laughs> no, it's only like three blocks from home. In this like hood strip mall. It's right next to the <laughs> Red Wing boot store. Why wouldn't you have a leather guy next to the shitty well, Red Wing boot oh, store? Okay. I, I do like their, their safety boots, so... Yeah. They, they Here I'm sending my leather shoes back to Alan Edmonds, but yo, oh. I, that's my Ooh, leather guy. Okay. <laughs> Fancy <laughs> pants. Wow, wow. That's my leather guy. Jeez. So you're upset so, with so royalty him and apparently. Now. Him and Hanson are the shoe buddies. They are. Wow. That's yeah. a whole different I, I, level. My Alan Edmonds are. Oh, here we go. Are, let's see here. I got are they blue? In. No, they're black. Uh, they are the Park Avenues. Thank you very much. There's a specific t- style, and everybody who appreciates leather shoes. I'm looking. Would know looking. that. Um, but these shoes are. I think I got these things in like 2010. Okay. And I've sent them back twice. For the remanufacturing process. Yeah, or whatever it's new soles and a and a and a. Um, conditioning mm-hmm. of of the leather. And they're like brand new. I mean, that that costs a very small amount of money compared to what I mean. They paid for themselves. So those like, things right there. Oh yeah, love those shoes. Are they not trade show shoes? By the way, oh. if you if you if you oh, walk around a trade show for a day, you will hate those shoes. Hanson said you could do it. Well, Hanson's special. I'm not. <laughs> so for the average Joe, these are not trade show shoes. I am not. I've done that once, and I would never do it again. By by the way, what that means is standing in them. Literally all day long. Yes. Like on your feet hours. all yeah. day long. Yes. On generally concrete or like a thin pad of carpet. Yeah. That's it. And actually the thin pad's better than the thick pad. Right. Because the thick pad f- screws with your ankle muscles. Well, you're right. Yeah. 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 No, I've, I've got trade show shoes that, that are, are are not Allen Edmonds that that I also got just the, like some really nice inserts for. Absolutely. Because <laughs> those are... You don't put inserts in those shoes. They're not going to work. They wouldn't work well. Too shallow. Uh, it's it's cork filled, and it, 
and it, and it oh, it like forms. a Birkenstock that it forms, forms into your, your foot over yes, time. Yes. Does that get remanufactured? Or does that stay no, original? That stays original. They 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 cut off the. There's a part in the bottom that they cut off, um, and then they they'll recondition the the top of them. No shit. Oh, I I, I mean. I was very skeptical about spending that much on shoes because I would typically go to Kohl's yeah. and get Bushmills or whatever the heck I was getting yeah, at the yeah. time. I got and let the Clarks and, in the bag. Yeah, yeah, they'd last for, I don't know, six months to maybe a year, depends yeah. on how much you wear them. Yeah, yeah. But again, I've had that pair of shoes since 2010, and I've sent them back twice, and I'll just keep sending them back. That's crazy. Until they send them back and say, we can't do anything about these. Mm. Go get a new pair. <laughs> right. Well, and, and Matt was trying to. So I was at the <laughs> shocker. I was at the airport mall. Huh. Well, and, and and to put it into perspective, and we should clarify this: the frequency of which John and I are on the road is every other week, or every two uh, out of three weeks. My, my average take. average throughout the year is a week a month. It's heavily loaded spring and fall. Sure. Mm-hmm. But it's if you average that out, it's a week a month. So the. The frequency in which we are at said airports is a lot. Yes. And uh, so being at the airport mall seemingly is a natural place for me. Um, but I was at. That's the, not. By the way, Milwaukee does not have an airport mall. So, I know. so let's you clarify. You have a Collectivo stand, though. So let's clarify. Not in all of the terminals. Maybe in the terminal you go to. <laughs> right. It's not a Delta right. terminal. Not it's a, not a real not, terminal. Not, not a bolt terminals. Um, <laughs> And for the record, I've seen Justin shop in the Cleveland airport. Yeah. Like, I like those shoes that they have in my size. I'm and like, they didn't. And I'm like, why on earth are you buying shoes at airport? Like, well, Scott, just look at them. They're gorgeous. I'm like, just, I, I can't even process this conversation right now. Like, what are you doing buying shoes at the airport? Like, but they didn't have them. So they you didn't found have them, them in my size. Yeah, it was a, uh, Johnston Murphy's. So then I started texting Matt. Course, who's our fancy pants buddy? Way fancy pants. Suits. Friggin' suits. <laughs> <laughs> and, Sport uh, coat sprule. <laughs> right, right. And uh, he's like, oh, you got to check out the, the Allen, or the, yeah, the Allen Evans. And I'm like, looking at the price tag, and I'm like, oof. And he's like, you can go to the outlet mall. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll just get real ones. That's fine. Thanksgiving yeah. time frame. Okay. Two week sale, outlet mall. And I think I, I don't know if I spent 120 bucks in those shoes. I'd oh really? Be Are you serious? Oh yes. That's why it's like yeah, they're it's just like anything else. That retail price sticker may send people in another direction. If you ask a few more questions, that number goes down quite a bit. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> oh. Now and and, and the and the outlet store. You go to the retail store. Good luck. But you go to the outlet store, and for whatever reason. It didn't go through manufacturing rights, sure. or or they need to small stitch stock or up for goofy. sale. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. There's no July. Store July at the mall, is a really though, good store at the airport. <laughs> July is really. There's two weeks in like June, July that are okay. a great time to buy. Okay. Allen Edmonds in Port Washington, Wisconsin. All right. Do you travel with them? I mean, you travel with those with your Absolutely. daily drivers. Yeah. They're they're. I mean, I don't have them on right now, but. Uh, right. Because um, I was walking around a lot today, but I had yeah. mine yesterday, and I, I put in the uh, cedar inserts. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, they go with me all the time. I have no idea what crowd I'm sitting with right now. So <laughs> he, just said, he just said cedar inserts, and she was like, it's I don't those, even. It's uh, those spring trees. that yes. kinda, it, it, it soaks up the disgustingness, 
and it makes them smell better, and it yes. keeps them clean and dry, so they don't get all. If, if you try to clean, like clean socks every day, I mean, have you tried the other <laughs> options? <laughs> It's leather shoes, Scott. You 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 want to make sure you have cedar inserts. For As I'm kicking shoes. up my my cloth sketchers, by they the probably way, for help the your, ska- your sketchers too. By the way, so yeah, I, I've got I, I, think a set. We, I feel I think like I've we got went off sets. topic. I mean, I don't know how we got on shoes. We were I think, traveling oh, at the that, mall. We got, we, because we got to leather bags. Yes. Because we I, got to, and, and then the only leather <laughs> reference I have is shoes. I, as usual, I blame Justin. I don't even Justin. know if my belt is leather. <laughs> I blame Justin, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it is my fault. It's my fault. <laughs> so, in your travels, have you encountered any kind of food? Like, hey... Oh, I've encountered all the food. <laughs> no shit. Um, you're like you're sitting down, and like the host orders for the table, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, what just showed up on this table?" So in Asia, um, specifically in Japan, it didn't show up on the table, but there was the breakfast buffet, and there was like the American side, which yep. is like eggs and sausage and bacon and toast, and then there was the local side and I don't know what any of it was <laughs> and and look aside from oysters which I almost threw up in Japan because I had never had one before and they're like oh Mr. Garski fresh oysters these will be excellent and I'm like oh okay oh, and I got it all about halfway down and it started coming back and my they're handing me an ashtray right? it's still old, <laughs> long enough for you to smoke in a restaurant and I'm like oh shit thank you sir and uh so I'm adventurous. Like I'll I'll eat anything, um, but I'm just not adventurous that early in the morning. You got to warm up to the adventure. Yeah. So like, but but you hear stories about like all the weird shit, like whole fish and some of this. Other, like I've never had anything come out where I'm like, ooh, this is weird. I had octopus come out on pizza one time. That was weird, that but was I weird. still ate it. It was just chewy, right? It was like yeah. I had good octopus, but it's uh, if it's chewy, it's not good octopus. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you ever had calamari that's not breaded, by the way? Yes. Yes. If it's done right, it is delicious. Oh, fantastic! Absolutely fantastic. Is. You gotta get it just right, though. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise, it, like, there's that fine line of not done and then like rubber band. Yes. Yeah. And if you get outside of that band, it's bad. But man, there's a place in St. Louis and on the hill, uh, the Italian neighborhood called Cunetto's. And they do a perfect version of it. It is, oh. Anyway, um, but clearly you and I don't miss many meals, Scott. Oh, no, no, no. We haven't missed one yet. And John's not far behind us. I don't miss many either. (laughs) But no, I've I've been fortunate. How about you guys? I I typically like to control my own destiny. So nobody nobody typically orders food for me. Um, I, I I love the food in Europe. So I was over in Europe for, I've done a couple business trips, and I was over for there for an extended period of time, and love the food in Europe. Uh, South America, I love the food in South America. It, every place was unique. Um, some you got to be more careful than the others in terms of, I typically will buy the, or go after the cooked food. Sure. Yep. So I'm, I'm staying away from uh, salads. Absolutely not, right? Because yeah. they're going to wash it. and it, yes. it, It's washed. But it's not bottle of water washed. <laughs> right. Um, and same thing with fruit. They, it could be, i got to be careful with that stuff. But uh, uh, plantains in Colombia. Oh, my God. I, I just. I'm, like fried I'm, kind of a Fried thing plantains. Or? Oh, yeah. in Colombia. I'm just, I'm getting hungry right now. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
uh, ceviche in Peru, um, uh, any fish in in uh, in Chile. Uh, How about paella? Are you a paella guy? I like paella. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. Have a good paella. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Um, uh, Buenos Aires, one of my favorite cities ever to go to, is uh, Buenos Aires, Argentina. Steak. Oh my god. I mean, we do good steak here. They do good. Do- they do good steak down there. It's wow. it's fantastic. Uh, um, Brazil, just amazing food in Brazil. I love going to South America, and then Europe. The breads in, in Europe. Country to country, mm-hmm. city to city, it's it's never the same. No matter where you go, it's just I just yeah. So one of the things we had in uh, Germany when we were there for Interpac this year, and I had never had it, white asparagus. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. yeah, that's right. We were there at the same, same time. Same shine. Yes. Wow. Never had it before. Like, it was amazing. Amazing. Life, and I hate asparagus. Like unless you drown it in butter and cheese. Go to Wisconsin boys here. Uh, it's not good. There, it was delicious. Amazing. Yes. So, so my first trip to Brazil. I gotta throw this one in. My yeah. first trip to Brazil. Uh, I had breakfast at the hotel, and we leave. And and Brazilian coffee, by the way, every place you go to, it's it's these little uh, canteens, and there's these little plastic cups, look like uh, the little mouthwash cups. Mm-hmm. You go to a dentist. Uh, okay. Every place you go, it's these little cups. And you have a little shot or, of, of coffee in the lobby with the customer mm-hmm. when they come out and, and greet you. And then you have another one as you work your way through the facility mm-hmm. and wherever they have them, little stands. <laughs> and then in the meeting room, they have all these things. You are wired to the T. <laughs> are they espresso or is it coffee? Or? It's Brazilian coffee, which is damn near espresso shots. Wow. It's strong coffee. Okay. It's so good. I'm a I'm a cream and sugar kind of guy. Yeah. It's pre-sugared already. Oh really? Oh, oh really? it's so good. Um, but anyway, so my first trip down there, um, we 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 do coffee and 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 had lunch with a customer. They brought in some stuff. Dinner, uh, I'm with the sales team there, and the, and the the guys like he, he for dinner, he pulls into McDonald's. I'm like. What's going on here? It's <laughs> <laughs> all the money they had left for the day. I'm American, but no, 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 come no, no. on now. No, no, no. It, it's it's a well, Mr. John. I, I want to make sure you had something comfortable for for dinner, um, and and this is this is the only thing that I know that that you'd know sure. in Brazil. I'm like, no, 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 no. We no Brazil. Or, uh, and, and no, no McDonald's. No, no McDonald's. No Applebee's. No, right. no Burger King. No, no, no. I said I want to go to dinner where you, if you're, if we're going to dinner, yes, you take me where you go to dinner. I want to yeah. go to your place. Yeah. Are, are you okay with that? Absolutely. I want local food. I do not want chain restaurants. So that's my. I travel. That that is my like. Quit pro quo. Yeah. I do not want to. You can take me any customer you want to. I'll address any topic you want to, but do not take me to a chain restaurant when we're out here. 100%. What if it's PF Chang's? No, <laughs> I agree with you 100. No, like in all my travels, is wherever wherever the local team would eat dinner. That's exactly where I yes. want to be. Like they know yeah. where the good, flavorful spots are. Yeah, and again. Been to China many times. Don't ask and just enjoy. Yeah. So like my my two experiences, two of my experiences that pop out of my head, we're in Wuhan, China, um, 
part of a sales team having lunch as we're going on to our next customer. And on the table, as you've been to China, they set the table and it kind of rotates around and you kind of pick at it. Well, one of the main entrees was carp head, just the head of the carp. So on a plate, <laughs> and, I'm, and, and I had to You win. Yeah. Oh, there's, hold warning, on. Warning. Hold on. There's one beyond this. So the carp heads Monk, is like a plate monkey. full of carp heads, and it goes around the table, and you're kind of expected to take your carp head. And my carp head's on my plate. I'm like, okay, I'm not sure how to handle this. And I'm looking at the person next to me who's from um, Singapore, and it's gone. I'm like, did you eat yours already? And it's just a pile of translucent bones. Like, like this thing is gone. And I'm like, how? What is? Um, he goes, all right, fine. He goes, just eat the muscle off the cheek. Because then you're going to get more like, like more of a, I said, I said, like a meat, meat texture, like, meat, a, yeah. like a fish it, texture it out of it. It's fishy, right. Yeah. It is a fish. And, and so technically, I've eaten carp head. But I wouldn't say I've eaten carp head like the locals eat carp head. Like, they were slurping bones like Polish carp head. It was an experience. My second story, so I'm uh, Dahlia. Hang on a second. So are there scales on this still? I don't even know how to answer that question. Like Eyes? I don't... Yes. And like... Yes. I almost let another one out. Yes. Gross. Whatever you whatever Oof. you're going to ask, yes. Oofta. So okay. I'm at our I'm at our Dalian campus and I go to lunch with one of our quality managers and she's from Sichuan, China. I think that's what she said. And which is very spicy food. Yeah, yeah. And like I I like spicy food. This is like two levels up. Yeah. She's like, Hey, what do you want for lunch? I said, You order it. Your neck of the woods, you decide what's good. Yeah. I'll be happy to try anything she you get. She goes, Okay. She makes the order. Obviously, I don't speak Chinese. I barely speak English as my native language. <laughs> as my only language, and it's rough. Um, I speak numbers much better. And um, this bowl comes, and she's like, go ahead and try it. So I eat it, and again, and then I'm like, at the end, like, that's pretty tasty. It's hot. It's Szechuan. It's spicy. What is that? She goes, oh, that was duck blood soup. I'm like, what? So in the soup itself are little congealed cubes of gelatinous duck blood was the main body of the soup. When I tell you in China, do not ask, just enjoy, I mean that. Like it was it tasted amazing. Did not need to know that after the fact. <laughs> Is this the shameless plug for the Tech Next Sportsman's Club YouTube channel where we will shoot ducks this fall over Thanksgiving weekend? Just so you know there's another way to harvest that. Like <laughs> there's a whole thing you've been pouring down the drain that's an option for you. I'm just saying. Oh man. Yeah, there's whether it's bugs in China, whether it's the duck blood soup or the other tripe, you name the body parts. Sure. They consume everything. And I, I tell you what, the way they spice it and flavor it and prepare it, yeah. it's generally all amazing. I really enjoyed all the food in China. I, I do, So I do reciprocate, too, when people come over to the U.S. Mm-hmm. So I've had to uh, I've had the pleasure of having some folks from Europe sure. in, in Milwaukee and, and taking them out. So one of the best restaurants in Milwaukee is Mater's. Mater's is a German restaurant. Right. Some people have arranged dinners for Europeans at Mater's. Now, again, it's a it's a wonderful restaurant. It's a great tourist place to go. It's got a lot of history. They're from Europe. 
<laughs> I, 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 I believe in my heart that they wouldn't. They would appreciate manners, but that's not where they want to go. Right. Right. They, they yes. want to go to yeah. Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> right. <laughs> or, or you know, a Capital something that's local. Points why, East for wings. I love points, points East, East for wings. wings. Oh, something man. local. Right. Absolutely. Why, why take? I mean, it's not McDonald's. It's not Applebee's. But don't take them to like the the European restaurant, right? In Milwaukee, yes. No, that's barbecue. Just, yeah. I mean, there's a whole host of options. Yes, that, that they just salivate over. So when they come I, over. I think about that too when people visit us. Yes, that's a good. Where point. are they from? What what might they want if yeah. they've given if they haven't given me any indication? But right. they want where where am I going to entertain them at? Is something that's local to me. Because that's what I want when I'm out traveling. Right. So what is your favorite place to go in Milwaukee? If you had to pick one. If you're like, this is the one. In, in international or domestic people, whatever. If, you, if you've if you got a crew of like nine plus you, where's the one place you're going in Milwaukee? With with like a sub buck fifty a person budget, like we're not talking blowing the top off. So um, that's a really good question. So Doc's probably downtown. Doc's Commerce Barbecue. Yes, which is in the lobby of the Double Tree. No, 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 no. no. Um, it's a Marriott property. Spring yeah, Hill Suites, I think. Yeah. So yeah. that's actually decent and pretty. Consistent. I like their, their French onion dip that they home make with their yeah. homemade potato chips too. Yeah, I mean, it's delicious. Their, their wings are pretty consistent. Their brisket's pretty consistent. Um, you just don't get a lot of. It seems like barbecue in like Wisconsin. Sure, but that place is pretty decent. If you want to, like a really good burger, like Sobelman's, like in Milwaukee, Sobelman's out in Waukesha where I live, twenty minutes west. Not the same grill, by the way. No. Not seasoned. It's just not the same experience <laughs> as a Solman's burger, like in town there. Um, so yeah, those are probably like if you want a good burger at Solman's, if you want some barbecue, which I love, uh, probably Docs. I yeah. promise you, those are like my two spots. All right. And there's right. a number of pizza places within walking distance of headquarters that are pretty solid. delicious pizza in Milwaukee, by the way. Yes. Um, what's the joint up with the thin crust up on Brady Street? Uh, Zafiro's. Uh, it's like a cracker crust. Man, that shit. Go down to transfer or I love, you yeah, name it. Yeah, yeah. Or what's the one uh, that we walk to that does the big chunks of like cream cheese on it too, right by the office there? Um, doesn't matter. With the Mike's Hot Honey. Oh, gosh. You oh, belly oh yeah. Yeah, north of the office there. Now yeah. that you said it. Like two blocks. Like yes. Two blocks. Anyway, doesn't matter. It's delicious. John. So so I have I have... Four places that come to mind. <laughs> it all depends. You're stretching on, the limits it, no, here. No, it depends on the context, right? So we're good eaters, by the way. Just if we're near the clock tower, <laughs> which is the, the largest tower, largest four sided clock in the Western Hemisphere. Yep. Yeah. If, if we're near the clock tower, La Miranda, easy tapas and tapas, Mexican, right? Yeah. Uh, Great yeah. food, a mix of things. The daily specials are awesome. Killer so patio in the summer. So that oh, one's yeah. that one's a no brainer for Love me. It. Yeah. If I'm going for gimmicky, safe house. If they're oh. from out of town, out of out of country, the food ain't great, but the atmosphere is yeah, awesome. It's a cool experience. Good it's, it's a yeah. good experience, yeah. right? Um, if I'm playing a joke, <laughs> oh jeez, 
especially at lunch, real chili, baby. <laughs> you guys have never been, clearly, so you're missing out. Not for lunch, no. <laughs> yeah, lunch, real chili. Yeah, we've not been there. For I don't think I've been there. He, I think I've only been there, been there at all. once. Have you been there at all? Once. Once, real chili. So there's one over in Marquette. That one's okay. The one that's over by Milwaukee School of Engineering. Okay. That I mean, that was a go-to place hangout okay. for me. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Because it was this. It was all about the second bowl was half price. Oh, <laughs> so or um, I guess, I guess the other place would be if I'm I'm looking to you know entertain mildly at dinner. Yeah. Tupelo Honey. I've been there. Southern cooking, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Really it's good. good options, really good, good food. Right downtown, typically where a hotel that somebody's staying at. Yeah. So, mm. our marketing gals took me there one time. Uh, Kayla and Christy, I believe it was. Oh, really? It's great, uh, great. I think food. I had chicken great and food. waffles. It was delicious. Yes, yeah. oh, it's fantastic. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, and some of their spicy food. It's got some really nice spice to it. Yeah, yeah. That's so, awesome. Those are my four places that are my go-to's. I like with, it. But again, it's context, right? If it's right, sure, out of town, not used to Milwaukee, look for something unique. Safe house, you yeah. can't go wrong to safe house. <laughs> you just can't. Right, right. Yeah, that's awesome. Which, for those who are listening, it's a spy themed bar. Yeah, in Milwaukee, and you have to know the password. To get in. Otherwise, you have to do something on video for them to open the door, which is always a fun experience. Even if you know the password, which I do, I'm not going to share. But you still might have to do something funny if that's what they feel like you have to do to right. get in. Yes. <laughs> and they've got the uh, the one way mirrors in the bathroom, right? They when you yes, they would. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a weird experience, still, I think. <laughs> it's fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of points east, so I'm a chicken wing guy. I've never missed a chicken wing or watched one go to waste. So my top three chicken wing places in the world. In the oh, world. points east, yeah. Serum's Good Time Emporium in Anoka, Minnesota. Happens to be my hometown favorite. They have two flavors. So they have a whole list of flavors. The two best ones, ranch a lot, garlic a lot. So it's spicy, either ranch and spice or garlic and spice. Ooh. People will show up and be like, oh, let's, let's get like the, the sampler pack. Don't, don't mess around with the sampler. Just get these two flavors. Well, they mess around with the sampler pack, and then then they eat the two good ones. And I'm like, right. dick. I told you, don't, don't get the shitty ones. Just get these. Right. Best wings in the world. Second best place, Buffalo Chips in Punta Gorda, Florida, just north of uh, Fort Myers. Uh, it's a transplant guy from New York. Spicy, like a medium spice buffalo sauce with like giant chunks of garlic on it. Blue cheese. Delicious. Third favorite wing is Points East in the world. Wow. Just in, in case we're keeping track of chicken wings. The next time I come up your neck of the woods. Hells yeah. We're going. We're going. All right. That's where I had my bachelor party. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had birthday parties there too. I did a scavenger hunt one year. And all my friends and family show up. I'm like, here's a list of things to go take pictures of. See you in two hours. <laughs> I'll be in wings. I'll be in yeah. wings right yes, here. Exactly. So they all came back and we put them up on the, the pictures on a slideshow. I borrowed a projector from work and put it on the thing. And I might have had one too many drinks that night and <laughs> fell over. Um, and then had to get carried down a flight of stairs to get to the car to get a ride home. Uh, but yeah, great wings. I got one. Yeah. So longest. So traveling. Go back to traveling. Longest flight leg. How long? Where'd you start? Where'd you finish? 
12 and a half hours, Minneapolis to Narita. Okay. I don't even know how long. Um, really? It, 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 it should be ingrained in your head. Must well, not that been long of a flight, you, right? You, you make skate. You make it was the, under Mr. 10, it doesn't count. <laughs> no, Mr. Layover. You, you make the run in enough times, like it just becomes <laughs> like. So when we would run. When, By the way, if you see Europe, you might as well just walk out the door now. When we go to the, when, when, when the Dalian campus, it was usually, as I tell my wife, I'm in the system. Like from the time you get to the airport, the time you get to the hotel, I call like in the system, right? Sure. So that experience is about 30 hours. So from yeah, the time I, I hit the Milwaukee I'm not airport, talking about the in the system. No, longest leg. From Let's Chicago play. to uh, Beijing, probably. Balls. I'm looking it up right now because that's got to be a long one. Chicago to Beijing, that's not a pretty... I bet that's fourteen. And then we always had a six-hour layover, and then a, and then a flight to Dalian from there. So, okay. like the whole experience was probably thirty I, hours. I got, four, I got fourteen, so I got Justin beat. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah and it's can. not Asia, and it ain't Europe. Most people look at me. Really, is that long of a flight? Buenos Aires to Detroit is a long ass flight. Oh my flight. gosh, that's brutal. No, <laughs> fourteen my, hours. I don't think my flights were that long. Fourteen hours. That that's a winner. That's a painful winner. You can own that. So, how long does it take to fly from O'Hare to Beijing is the question. What's your best guess? They got to go over to the North Pole, so I'm guessing 11. I don't think we went that far north. 13 hours and 35 Thir- minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say 13. <laughs> okay. Balls. That's a, yeah, trust me, that's, that's a long flight. You do it enough times. Nope. So, once upon a time, we were on our way to... Uh, Going to London for an outage at Sizewell B, the nuclear power station where Greenpeace decided to park their boat once upon a time. Dirty hippies. Um, by the way, green power, nuke, nuclear bust. It's just a big tea kettle, right? Let's boil it. Um, so we're on our way, and there's eight of us on this flight. It's a Northwest Airlines flight at the time, I believe, going into Gatwick. And I'm an engineering manager at the time, software engineering manager, supervisor. And so I'm like the senior. Mr. I know, right? <laughs> title guy, yeah. Suits. Yeah. Suits. Suits. Titles. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that admitted to wearing hiking pants all week. <laughs> so I, I, I think I'm 24 at the time. And I'm about four cocktails into the flight. And one of the guys looks over and he goes, "Hey, haven't even taken off yet." Right. <laughs> so, Mr. Gersky, we have to cut you off. Right. Right. Put of your seatbelt on. The rest of us has to strap in and put your shirt back on. Yeah, put your shirt on. Yeah. So, it's what eight hours to get to London ish. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. We're we're three hours into this thing. Call it, call it two. Two on the safe side. And one of my guys goes hey, you might want to slow down. And I'm like, why? And he goes, oh, you have one of the rental cars when we land because you're a manager. And I went, no one told me that. That's not on my itinerary. I don't know, a few cocktails, you might be able to drive properly on the left side. Well, so that's it. So we get there and they give us this like, it's like a minivan. The steering wheel's on the wrong side of it. And it's a manual. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so here I am like, so the pedals My are correct. My left hand doesn't work. And I'm left hand shifting. <laughs> and I'm like, eh. And then they threw in roundabouts. <laughs> it was 
was like the hat trick of fuckery. <laughs> I don't even know what to do here anymore. Number two! Number right. two! That's number two. You might, want to hit, you might want to hit your little button over there, Justin. No, it's, it's labeled explicit. We're good. Do whatever ching, you want. Ching, ching, ching. Ching, ching, ching. Yeah. I'll hit it anyway, because John wants it. That was crickets and like a... A fluttering piano at the same time. It sounds like us. It was yes. amazing. <laughs> yeah, right. Only you could hear it, but I, I've got the monitors on. Um, yeah, so I sobered up real fast and learned how to drive in London. It was brutal. Have you guys driven in foreign countries before? Yes. Where? Oh, oh no. Uh, all over Europe. So when I was over there, and I was over there from uh, February of 2019 to December of 2019. I had a, um, a Volvo X something uh, little hatchback. Yeah. Uh, manual. Uh, uh, so that was my my company car while I was over there. I drove to Berlin. I drove down to. Uh, How do we get Volvos here? Uh, we can't. Or that was a European thing. Oh. Uh, um, and uh, I drove Sorry. down to Vienna. I drove up to Warsaw, Gdansk. I drove all over the place on my on my weekends off and stuff. So, weren't you? You, know, you were stationed in was, Europe for a while. Yeah, yeah, for for almost a year. Really? Yeah, I would come back every four to twelve weeks. Oof. Uh, depends on what we had going on, the sprints that we were working on. And, sure. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was a great experience. Uh, uh, I mean, Ryanair is the is the spirit air of Europe. Largest air, largest airline in Europe. Wow! And uh, I had this little bag that I could pack for a weekend. I, I went up to Stockholm. I went down to Portugal. I went up to Brussels. Went over to. Uh, I, I went up to Frankfurt. I was I was all over Europe on on, on weekends. I could I could try and do that. Um, so yeah, it was it was a good experience. But I I, I didn't have any problems driving. But everything over in Europe where I was was on the right side of the road. Sure, sure. <laughs> sure. Correct yeah. side. The correct, correct side. The proper side. <laughs> I didn't go over the to the American U- side. I didn't go over to the UK. And, right. uh, I, I was over there for one of my legs, but I didn't rent a car. So okay. <clears throat> like I did a closed loop flight from US to London and then London to uh, Kenavice where I was stationed. Okay. Um, and and so I spent thirty hours in London. And I was planning on doing the exact same thing on the way back, um, but that those plans changed, uh, so I, I didn't get to do the second part of that. But I've been to London once; it was, it was awesome. I go back to London in a heartbeat. London's great. I've been there on vacation. That's, I love the town. I saw the reactor building there. Isn't that amazing? That was it. We've been all over the globe and the like airport my, and the reactor. My, my wife's like, "How was your trip to <laughs> blank?" I'm like, "It was amazing. Like I saw this conference room." Um, I saw that machine run, and I saw the airport again. Like, it was outstanding. You didn't miss a thing. Yeah. Okay. Hey, so favorite airport on the globe. Uh, we already know Justin's <gasps> airport, so that doesn't even count. Uh, oh. Minneapolis, clearly. Uh, Unless uh, you're going to uh, trump that. Uh, no, well. Obviously, like. Yeah, so that's a, that's a tricky one. So. Oh, I, home, uh, home field it, advantage for me, right? Because it's a it's a Delta <clears> hub. So when you guys say the word connection, I giggle and go, "What's that?" So I go anywhere in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we have no idea what that um, is. Yeah, yeah. So and the fact that we have a giant indoor mall, which all Minnesotans love, <laughs> it's true. Um, it's Might get good. Chilly. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I got mine in a heartbeat. No problem. Go for it. Yeah. Shiffle. 
in Amsterdam. Amsterdam. So that was my main hub that I'd fly in and out of going to Europe. But so that I'm, is a, I'm a cigar airport. guy. I do like it. Yeah, I'm a cigar guy. Okay. So they have two cigar places. They have a cigar only shop, and then the duty free has its own humidor room. You should talk to your boss about that. Oh, he smoked some of my cigars. Well, and he likes Amsterdam. Mm. Yeah. Win win. You can you score go. brownie points. Yeah, I got I got a few Cubans that I brought back. He's he's like a couple of Cubans. But I, I, I love that airport because they always have like unique liquors that are coming through there. Mm. Uh, really good cigars at I, I I I love that airport. It it is it is a It puts the Minneapolis shopping mall airport to shame. And, it's I, and I'm only talking there. about there were two things I was only interested in. Right. What liquor was there yeah. <laughs> and what cigars were there. There's a bag store there too. There's all kinds oh, of stores I passed by. James I got my kids' little uh slipper yeah. uh, uh like uh, clogs or clog whatever. shoes yeah. that, that they still wear to this day. I love watching Or the chocolates there, the chocolate yeah. shops there are delicious. Um I had a killer poke bowl there on the way back too. Just, I, I love that airport. It's it's if I had less than a three hour layover there, it was disappointing. Mm, sure, <laughs> sure. I, I get that. Yeah, it is neat for sure. Yeah. I mean I got my first bottle of Chevis that was um aged in Japanese whiskey barrels was was there. So uh it it's basically you know, like Japanese whiskey, Japanese uh, mm-hmm. bourbon and whatnot. Um, but Japanese whiskey is aged in certain barrels. Chevis did a two; they did a fifteen-year-old and an eighteen-year-old aged in Japanese whiskey barrels. So it's got this like nice sweet finish. Interesting. Uh, first time I saw those bottles were there. I got one eighteen-year-old, and I got a couple of fifteen-year-olds. I come back through looking to get some. Uh, this is probably four weeks later, six weeks later, depends on what my trip back was. And I go to get the 18-year bottles left, and, and the guy that I was talking to there, he's like, you saw those? We only had those for a day. Oh, no. no. I'm like, shit, I already drank all mine. <laughs> <laughs> I need more. I was, and I've yet to find it. It was a purple, it was a purple bottle uh, and a purple box. Okay. I've never seen them since, and I was so disappointed. Because oh. I would, if I wouldn't known they were that rare, I would have at least got two. Right. <laughs> so I'm seeing a trend here with you, John. When you're out on the road and you find something you like and you buy a pile. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gonna buy some to store yeah. and buy some to enjoy? <laughs> right, 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 right. Justin's talking about our uh, adventure to uh, Sam Adams. Adams Brewery. Yeah, yeah. In which they cool. had some unique beers that you could only buy there, and they only made the one time. Mm. Yeah, like R and D special, what if type stuff. It was cool. It was really I, cool. I I live in the Milwaukee area, so there's like a microbrewery on every corner. So. No, 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 yeah, no, but we had no. a mandate with I, cheese <laughs> and no no, 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 This was Oktoberfest, Sam Adams Oktoberfest, which is outstanding, Marzen, which was aged in Jack Daniel's whiskey barrels. See, that's not my thing, though. Like, it should be your thing. It was, it was pretty good. It was good. Beer, beer aged in whiskey just 
I just can't put the two combo. Like, I can't put that combo. I'm together. not really a nice beer little, guy. I yeah, enjoy a nice it. little swift finish. Too. Really, oh, it's good. Man. It was yeah. good. I, I, I tried. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm no quitter, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not well, saying maybe I will drop off one of these little cans. Okay, to you, maybe. And if you don't like it, fuck off. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Yay. laughs> <laughs> The third. The third. Don't lie to me then. <laughs> I will lie right to your face. You know this all day, every day. Oh, man. Well, so we're just about, I mean, we're over time what we normally put out, but piss off. You're listening still. Uh, or you're not. I don't care. We're still talking. Um, you mentioned bags for trips, and I talked about my fancy backpacks. Uh, if you're going on a four-day business trip, are you carrying on or are you checking your bag? Checking. Carrying on all day. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. I'm sorry. Carrying on. Carrying on. Yes. I'm not I'm not checking unless I'm gone for like eight days. Right. I, I'm carrying on. Yeah. I can I, pack a lot into a small bag. Yeah. Don't ask how many times I've worn these pants, for example. <laughs> Nobody wants to know how many times I've reused these pants. But uh, exactly, like I find, like the one pair of shoes that survives. Absolutely. Find the one belt, like the one combo pants, change shirts, under shirts. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm oh, the same. I'm one. sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Carry on. Definitely not checking. If I can, I, I've I've maxed out at about eight days. I can be really? gone from a Saturday to the following Sunday, and I and I'm good. If really? I had to be there one more day, it would have been a little dicey. <laughs> yeah, and you don't want to open that bag when you get home, like. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. No, no, no. I have cedar inserts. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you are precious, so I get that now. Yes. Hey, hey, not just for shoes, baby. <laughs> but absolutely. Like, I have different bags, right? Like, you probably, like, you guys probably do for, like, yeah. every one day, two days, three days, five days, what that looks like with the with the computer, all the cables and stuff you want to take, yeah. with the clothes. Yeah, I can... Like a two-day trip, I can throw it all in one bag and still get around. Throw my backpack, shoulder, whatever I'm carrying. Yeah, absolutely have the combo bags. So up until last week, I've checked every time for the last decade. No way. Wow. Totally. Two-day trip, checking that shit. What? Yeah. Um, and I had like two varieties of bags. I had a, a hard case that was probably meh by meh. Right on the edge of the carry-on size. Sure. And then I've got my donkey bag. Which is uh, currently, it's like the rig bag 8600. It's like a, you could fit all your ski gear and your underwear in there too. <laughs> right. So I get where you're going. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was heading to Cleveland and Atlanta. So it was like a two city, two night disaster trip. And I'm like, <sighs> so all I had was my little 35 gym bag, little guy, right? Yeah. I got it in there. And then it was so convenient. I'm like, oh, maybe I could make this work. So what did I do? I went to REI and got a 60, just a little bit tweener. Because I also have a giant Burton duffel, like a 160 for, all, again, all my snow gear and hunting gear, whatever. I just throw all this in. It's a big waterproof bag. You're not fitting that in an overhead. But the 60, I think I can get in there. Right? It's about, man. But... So may maybe that tide's turning, but I've checked every bag for about a decade. Well, and I think there's also, if you travel enough, you eventually get familiar with the airlines, their airplanes, their baggage policy, and what you can get away with with gate checking versus overhead bins. Like, sure. if you fly United like we probably do out of out of Milwaukee, for example, they're the tiniest airplanes you could possibly find on the planet. Like, your laptop bag 
barely fits overhead. So you're going to gate, not necessarily gate check, but you're going to like throw it at the bottom of the, the jet bridge, sure. get it the next one, and you kind of move on, right? Yeah. Delta, at least out of our neck of the woods, tends to fly a little beefier plane. So you can get your get get your bag over top. So depends on depends on your the airline you're flying, depends on, you know, where you're going. Like all those variables come into play. If you've done this enough to calculate, okay, which bag am I gonna take? What fits? How am I gonna get there? Like sure. or maybe I'm just like hyper logistic, which I'm often told I am. But uh yeah, depends on on, on where I'm going and sure. how I'm getting there. Sure. Yeah, my flights are typically Delta or Southwest, mostly Southwest. And really? that bag can fit absolutely over the but they're the same plane, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 737. So you know yeah. exactly what you're getting oh, into. Yeah, yeah no I, I fly yep. Delta, United, whatever. Those so so the Southwest or Milwaukee has the most direct options sure. for me. So for where I'm going, unless I'm going to Atlanta, mm-hmm. New York, Seattle, Detroit. I mean, those are the Delta flights I'm right. taking. Everything else is going to be Southwest. Or if I go to like... Out, out west. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it, it, it's a combination of, but right. those two airlines, those are the most flights out of Milwaukee. Um, the, the ones I struggled with were when I went to South America because it's I'm typically there for two to two and a half weeks. Sure. Because oh, yeah. it's really expensive to get down right. to the continent. Once you're in continent, go to country to country. It's cheap. Dirt it's cheap. I, I went. To I get went there. It's expensive to get there. Sure. I went from uh, Bogota, Colombia. To Buenos Aires, Buenos Aires, Argentina, which was a six and a half hour flight, it was three hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So wow. whenever I get into country, I was doing at least two countries, if not three, in two and a half weeks, and it drove it drove me nuts that I, there were people that that I knew that would go down there for less than a week for one country for a couple of visits and then come back. It's like I can't justify that. Right. If I'm going yeah. down there. It's it's gonna be for two to two and a half weeks, so I'm packing, and even even with a big check in, or it, it's that's, that's a haul. A, that's a haul. I've, a haul. I've got I've got the extended zipper up, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's not a lot of room for anything to come back. Like I'm with you. Like if I'm committed to go there, I want to be there. I want to hit as much as many customers as I can, yep. and and enjoy the experience at the same time and come back. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it would be typically Brazil. And then one other country. There were a couple occasions where, like, I I did one year where I, did, I didn't even go to Brazil because I went there, like, six months prior. I went to Colombia, um, Colombia, Chile, Peru, all in a two-and-a-half-week span. And it was, I mean, it was a whirlwind tour. Right. Awesome, awesome food, awesome customer visits. But I was exhausted when I got right. home. Because like, yeah. they... They didn't see you that often from from the headquarters team, and when they had you, that they, they absolutely mm-hmm. took full advantage. I mean, it's a customer meeting in the morning, breakfast to a customer dinner, and full slate in between. Right. I mean, it's a minimum they're hitting five customers a day. Because yeah. because you they take full advantage when you were down there. I'm jealous. Like I've I've not hit that side of the globe, oh. but like in Asia, like I've done a. Uh, Japan, South Korea, China tour, which was exhausting but amazing. Like three completely different cultures. And, and your flight home, you go back in time. Right, exactly. As you as you pass out on your plane, getting home, yeah, it's it's exhausting, but it's amazing. Like they're so hospitable. All the places I've ever been, the hospitality always blows me away. 
and and they just they just take good care of you like you're part of their family. Yeah, so. even even a customer that's not a customer, like they don't buy whatever product I was down there, they don't buy it. They they're absolutely want to talk to you. Yes, and understand is there a reason why I should be buying your product? Not the not it was just they were very open to. I I, I love going to South America. Yeah, for yeah. work. Yeah, amazing cultures. Yep. Yeah. So one more off-the-cuff question, and then we'll probably call it since we all turn into pumpkins soon. Uh, pucker factor on a flight. At, at what point does your butthole clench to the point where you're like, ooh, this is not a good moment. We might be not making it to the ground. Have you had those? Nope. Nope. Really? I'm just, it, it's, you have no control. Turbulence, I got no issues with. Nope. Uh, I, I never had any problem with a flight. Never. Even a hard landing, like oh boy, that was rougher. Like the side, sideways, slam at home, diagonal. I was never looking. To be clear, in an airplane, looking out the window, I was never looking all the way down the runway. So it's never turned sideways. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, if you're seeing the numbers on the dotted line, we might have a problem. (laughs) Yes. So, so the one that got me the most was a flight from either Milwaukee or Green Bay to Grand Rapids, Michigan. So you know the size of both of these airports. They're small. Mm-hmm. And so this is like and a... plane's about as big as your car. Yeah. 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 At least my truck. Yeah. Right. Maybe a one-two or a... Oh, gosh. Two, no, two, it, it, was, it was like one-ones. One I think one. there was eight oh, or 12 of us on this plane. Yeah, that's Triple old school. Where your head's kind of tilted the whole time. Yeah. And it's thunderstorming to beat hell. Like just... And I'm like, oh, shit. So we get on this plane, right? And I got my, my backpack and I put it in the seat. And, and it wasn't even a jetway. It was like a walk-up-the-stairs moment. And the guy closes the door and goes, Hey, does anybody want anything to drink before we go? And we're all like, No. Well, that turns out that was the pilot. He got in the cockpit, shut the door, and we were gone. And the whole ride over the lake felt like we were doing what was like a thousand <laughs> foot up and downers. And I'm like... Clutching my shit, I'm like, we are not gonna get to the, like, this is the Edmund Fitzgerald airline edition. We are not gonna get there. I was freaked out, um, but we landed, and I'm like, Whoa. that reminds me of the old days. And I, I'm looking for something like that. I'm looking forward to, like, yeah, let's go again. Let's do it. <laughs> With my kids, and, roller coasters. My kids were like, "Can we do a back, Dad? Like, no, I can't. I can't afford this ride, kids." Um, I, I might have a decade on YouTube, but yeah, when I first started to travel, like it was out of the Quad City Airport. Yeah, you walked out on the tarmac, up the stairs, into yeah. a prop, turbo prop. Yes, yeah. dead serious. And the pilot would look back, and go, "Y'all good?" Close the curtain. Yes, like there were yes. doors, but you slide the curtain over. Yeah, off you go. Oh yeah, I good used to days. sleep like a. Baby on those turboprops. Oh my gosh. That just that buzz and I'd lean it against is the so window. So loud. Only been yes. on one. Really? really? From Denmark, uh, from Copenhagen, Denmark to, uh, where was I going? I was on British Airways. Uh, must have been. John's recalibrating. British, no, uh, Denmark um, to the it, UK. It must have been Chippewa. Must have been Chivalry. In, into okay. Brussels in or or uh, the Netherlands because it was a, a, sh- a short turbo prop flight, but only one time. Only my one entire, time. Only one time my entire really? life. Really? I've been on a turbo turbo prop. That's probably my age. 
Well, I, I don't know. I think it's a regionality thing because we used to, I was doing one of my first projects out of college was uh, out at the INEL in Idaho. And so you'd fly into Salt Lake and then you'd mm-hmm. go from Salt Lake to either Pocatello or Idaho Falls. Yeah. And uh, every one of those after you got to Salt Lake were turbo crops. And I remember <coughs> the first time landing in Idaho Falls and the airport was under construction. At the time, I think it had two gates. And so you land and it's dark. And this was actually my first flight ever. I was age 19 or 20. I'd never been on an airplane before. And I land in the desert at Idaho Falls. And it's like under construction. So it's like plywood and razor wire as we come out of the steps. And I'm like, where the hell have I landed? (laughs) Um, Not a pucker factor moment, but a what? But yeah, they were all out of Salt Lake. They were all turbo props, all that regional stuff, the, the WestJet whatever oh yeah they yeah, weren't jets yeah, okay. they were very much turboprops out of salt lake huh. yeah so so i, I know we're uh, past time oh, but I, I have one more I, oh yeah 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 because i can't end on one that i can't make a comment there you go let's do yes right to own the moment so so <laughs> we all have a lot of travel experience most whirlwind tour like i can't believe i did that i can't believe that worked uh, I can't believe that that all fell into sync. That trip that you took, like boom, 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 place, place, place. I mean, just felt like the uh, on the uh, um, what's the what's the game with the ping pong? Ping, not ping pong, but the pinball. Pinball. The pin, you just felt like the pinball. Oh yeah. gosh, yes. There's one that pops into my head instantly. Yeah, what do you got? Bart in Europe doing. Uh, I was doing the penalty plus seven. Um, voice of customer. This would have been uh, January. No, this was November of 2012. And the reason I know that is because I went to SPS for the first time. And this was on the front end of SPS. This was 13 flights in 14 days. I, I, I flew into Germany, hopped over to Italy. Italy to... Um, Paris de Gaulle. Never saw Paris. Still the right. same. Never saw Paris. Yeah, exactly. I was on the wrong side of the plane. Looking, and that that airport is nowhere near Paris. Oh, right. So, yes. so I'm on the wrong side of the plane. Look out into the farmland. We, we land and then drive, get in the car, and head straight like east. Yeah, right. Never touched Paris. To a factory. Yes. <laughs> to a factory. Right. Not a city that was awesome. Made, what? They, they they made like. Uh, Yo play uh, uh, yogurt containers mm-hmm. is that machine. Mm-hmm. So and then and then we drove up to that that night. Stayed there. Next day drove up to the um, Brussels. Oh, so you didn't even get to go back to Paris? No. Oh, awesome. Got, stayed the next day. Got on a flight the next morning from Brussels to Copenhagen. Uh, drove, uh, did a customer meeting in Copenhagen, drove over to like the Lego area, went to Legos, went to another customer, jumped on the British Airways flight to back to Brussels. Brussels, was in Brussels for a day, le- uh, left Brussels, went down to, this was Friday night at this point, went down to Barcelona, was there for the weekend, had a customer meeting on Monday morning, Monday afternoon, I'm back to France in Lyon. In, in, in Lyon for a day, 
out of Lyon, over to Frankfurt, Frankfurt for a day for a customer, and then over to um, SPS. Jeez. Not one flight, not one flight was delayed, not one flight was late. Everything was on time. Bullshit. I couldn't believe it. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't believe it. Because anything didn't work, and we're canceling customer meetings. Yeah. I could get out of Milwaukee on time. (laughs) Nowadays, <laughs> how the hell did you pull that off? Thirteen flights in fourteen days. Jeez, I, I just, that's I bananas. It was nuts. That's Absolutely awesome. nuts. And and all kinds of different airlines. How about you, Scott? Uh that uh, you win. Um, and on the Panavie Plus Seven theme, I got it after you. So I was a product manager right behind John, and um, I was in the role weeks when they wanted to make a design change to the product. I remember this. Yes. I, know, I know we we can't talk about this. We cannot. But I know exactly what happened with that. We ads. had to make a design change. We'll talk about that offline. And Perfect. we and we could not do it over the phone. This might be in like 2014. Color change, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So um, I had to. This is the whole. I didn't have shots. Go fix this problem, Scott. So our SVP at the time sent me to go solve this problem. So I fly like within a week of the job. I've been a product manager a week. I'm not even sure how to tie my shoes as a product manager, <laughs> go solve this problem. They fly me over to Japan, where our supplier is. What, what, a supplier for one of the portfolios. Right. Sure. And so, so they all had to match. And and, and and that's a culture shock for a kid from Iowa, by the way, to go to Japan, have to, I'm, I'm literally reading oh, yeah. the book, um, Bow, Kiss, or Shake Hands. If you've never had that book, get that book, because it talks about cultures all around the globe and how to introduce yourself and communicate with that culture. It's an amazing book, actually. Yep. Somebody should have gave me that shit. And so I'm literally reading that book on the you way still over. You read it. Yeah. still apply. You might, you might, you <laughs> might learn a lot. I'm just saying. So I'm... Kiss. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> right? Kiss the ring. Fly to Japan, meet with, with the, the, the local team there, and they're like, okay, we're now going to fly down to Jakarta. We fly down to Jakarta, there to their sub-supplier, which is, which by the way, not in Jakarta... It is west of Jakarta, where it gets a little more rural and a lot more mosquito-y. And so into a plant where don't turn the lights on too fast because it might scare the bugs. So we have our meetings there. We get that done. And then from there, fly back to South Korea, then all the way home. And this was like within a, within a week, like the whole trip. So not as many hops, but like 0 to 100% of welcome to the roll. Go solve these problems somewhere international with a with with a culture you've never worked before. I remember before. that phone call. I remember that phone call. Oh like, my god! I don't know how. To, I can't help you there. Yeah, everything it, was, it was fine. Everything was fine when I left. <laughs> right? <laughs> Jeez, Scott, what did I you had do? Roll before he did. Yeah, it was. Thanks, John. I no, appreciate I don't this. Have any of those files Here, here's anymore. this hot pile. Hand this off to you. But no, it was just it was just one of those just sheer culture shocks. Is kind of what it was yeah. for me. Yeah. So I didn't have anything that was scheduled, but my first like three and a half years out of school was field service work. So there was like the installs that were scheduled and that was gravy, right? You went and you were there for a week, maybe Mm -hmm. six weeks, whatever it was. But then there was like the down machine woes. Yeah. And we had, uh, we had a travel secretary at par named Linda Prentice. Linda was a sweetheart and she she could move mountains. And, like, this was, like, old school, shitty, your phone doesn't even fold, like... Right. And and you'd call her and be like, Linda, I'm stuck in 
Cincinnati and I need to get to wherever. And so I remember there was a stint. It was like three weeks long. And I didn't go home. So, like, I had my medium-sized bag. I remember finding laundry mats. But it was like every other day the phone would, like, I'd fix a problem. And it'd be like, hey, don't come home. Go to Dallas. Fix a problem. Don't go home. Go to Montreal. <laughs> oh, no. And so it was like three weeks of this. And I remember at one point partway through this trip and I'm waking up and I'm like, I don't know what side of the bed to roll out of because, like here, you've got six inches. Right, you're facing that wall, like chunk. Yes. Or like the other week, and, and this happened on this trip too. Like, what the hell car am I driving? And you're trying to read that shitty smeared out tag on the key ring, and so like that was what I remember. It wasn't like there was anything that was pre-orchestrated of like perfection that it was like, holy cow, I got to pull this off, but just the the grind of the like, grind. Yeah. where the hell am I? I don't know what day it is. I don't know what city I'm in. Hey, boss, can I go home now? No, go to Detroit. And I'm oh. like, no, you go to Detroit. <laughs> the, the ticket's always in the back pocket, and you have no idea what the ticket says. Well, and it was, this is like uh, when you had the uh, paper books oh, to yeah. read, right? Back back in my day, we had books <laughs> made on paper. <laughs> No Kindle for Justin. Right. (laughs) So I remember at one point, like, I used to use my my boarding pass as bookmarks. Yes. You'd be, like, flipping through the back, and you're like, holy shit, like, eight of them fall out. You're like, oh, okay. I make you on the road a little too long. Yeah. Yeah. So so that was it for me. It was just, uh, and I tell you what, uh, hats off to all of you that have been the road warriors and the field service people that have... Yep, taking those last minute calls and, and and even for us now that are doing the scheduled thing, right? Like it, it it sounds fun, it looks glamorous, and I've I've coached a lot of young people that are like, man, I really want to do what you do when I grow up, and I'm like, <laughs> so cautionary tale to a guy who's been divorced, has no like real connections, and like there's a toll to it, and, it, and it's a it's an attitude, it's a lifestyle, it's a personality, and it really has to fit. And for me, it's like the constant exploration and the the, the seeing new things and the new cultures and all the, the awesome we talked about, right? The food and the yep. people and the hospitality yeah. and the, the, the things that you may see or may not see, right? right. Um, it, it's cool, but it is a social drain, right? Like I used to play softball, I used to play hockey. There were all these things that you, you had your friends. I don't have much of that anymore, right? And, and I'm okay with it. Like I'm, I'm really happy, but uh, it, it's a toll, right? Yeah. And, and I'm sure I, you guys I, I love it. it it's, it's like the COVID years were... No travel, oh, home all the time, and it, it just it, I didn't I didn't like it. My my wife wasn't used to it. My kids were because I travel again on, yeah. on average. Right. I average everything out. It's that week a month. Yep. And 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 that works. It it works. It's heavily loaded, but it balances itself out when you look at the year. Yeah. But but I agree. I mean that that um I mean that that time in Europe that I had it was just me. It wasn't my family. Right. And and that was a long year. Right. And, and I, that was not sustainable. Right? And, uh, I, and I think to everybody, find your balance. Yep. Right? Yeah. Like I decided early, I did not want to be a platinum member to anything. <laughs> sure. I knew way sure. too many platinum members that were miserable. <laughs> yep. Divorce, many different things, right? right? <laughs> Divorce a second time. Yep. Like, yeah. Just ah. find find the balance, and it's it's say no. Like, eventually, sure. you need to be happy as an individual, but yep. but at the same time, do not skip those moments to go explore. 
yeah. and have some fun and kind of learn new things and try new foods, you might be pleasantly surprised what you find on the other side of the globe. And I wish I'd have started that 10 years ago, right? Like the, yeah. when I, when I started at Rockwell, I finally said, okay, I'm going to take a couple hours, you know, even if it's just a stupid morning, go like, like we did the other morning, right? We went and found a cool little kitchen coffee shop. And yeah. Right. Delicious. Right. And, and kind of was here. We went and saw a tour. Right. Um, but there's been a lot of places where I've seen nothing. Yeah. And I, I wish I could do that part over, but. And, it, and it's easier to do back. now because it's easier to say, you know what, I'm just going to go back to my hotel room. I'm going to open up my iPad and watch a movie. Yeah. It, it's easier to say, you know, I'm just I'm just going to pass on that. Sure. I agree with everything you said. Don't pass. Right. Get out. Just go to, go to a coffee yeah. place. Go to a local restaurant. Go find something that's got three and a half stars or better Absolutely. that you don't know. Get out of the hotel room. Experience yeah. what yes. you see because that hotel room looks the exact same thing from Boston to Cleveland to Milwaukee know. to the inside of the hotel room, Justin. <laughs> yeah, Not right. out the window. <laughs> yes, <right. laughs> this room looks really familiar yeah. to the last yeah. hotel I was just absolutely. in. So, absolutely yep. right. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. yeah. Well, with that, we'll uh, we'll shut her down. Thank you guys. This was fun. Uh, Always on Automation Fair Eve. Right. Um, and yeah, I'm we'll, expecting uh, presents tomorrow. Just so. Well, you can take that with you. <laughs> you, you can have this little <laughs> the, keychain, the little badge. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, thank you guys, and uh, we'll have to do it again soon. Absolutely. And that's a wrap for today. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed your time with us, please like and subscribe. Keep the letters coming to automationadvocates at gmail.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. The opinions in this show are ours and not representative of our employers. While normally polished, occasionally we might slide off the rails and into the ditch. Forgive us for that one.